Welcome to the Internet Wasteland. Here's your host, Ari. Hello, everybody. My name is Ari, and welcome to the Internet Wasteland. The Internet is huge, and so many things are just forgotten about, most of them purposely repressed. Um, I'm here uh, to dig these crazy things up and show you guys that the Internet has always been a vast wasteland of stupidity, hilarity, and degeneracy. Um, with me in the studio, and uh, for forevermore, is uh, the show, our, our lovely showrunner, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. What's up, man? Happy to be a part, and very uh, interested uh, to get started. This is the only kind of podcast I do any kind of work with that's like this, so this is very unique. They're mostly, you know, two guys chit-chatting. Well, uh, yeah, he, uh, he uh, does other podcasts, uh, Fuckonomics and The Wet Beak. Uh, I think you should check them out as well because they're fucking hilarious and uh, both a big favorite of mine. Um, so today we are going to, and I, I just want to preface this, um, <laughs> I just want to start off by saying uh, not everything we cover on this show will be necessarily gross, but today I thought I would start off with just something that is... Uh, Kind of near and dear to my heart, and that is internet shock sites. Um, God, I should have drank some water. Mm, ASMR up in here. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, I, uh, I well, if you can think back, Patrick, what was the what was the first kind of internet shock site you came across? If you could think, the first one would have to be Ogreish. Okay. Ogreish was. Uh, I'm 26, so that that was probably the, again just like. I had overheard someone talking about it, someone uh, who was into, like, notoriously kind of gross shit, someone who was always, like, knew of, like, the latest gross-out vid or some kind of horrifyingly violent video. Ogreish was probably, like, the first one I ever regularly visited as well. Yep, I've got Ogreish here. Um, for me, it was Rotten.com. Um, a lot of people remember Rotten.com. It was actually started in 1996, and it ran all the way until 2012. Um, That's a pretty good run. That is a pretty fucking good run. Uh, they also had a more f uh, website that leaned more towards funny, uh, dirty images called boners.com. I remember um, that one, too. And then there was uh, they got in trouble uh, when they, uh, they bought the domain name for trenchcoat.org. And uh, it linked to the Burlington Coat Factory website, but it was actually a reference to the trench coat mafia, to uh, the that was the school shootings, the basically. Columbine, right? Yeah, they were referred to as the trench coat mafia because they both came in with those like very classic sort of like Mad Men rain slicker uh, things to cover up their guns. Matrix. Oh my God. Um, but uh, I think I think one of the biggest ones, uh, from what I was looking up, was uh, something called Style Project. Do you remember Style Project by chance? No, actually. So Style Project was a website. It was founded in 1999 uh, by a by a writer known as uh, he. Uh, it was a pseudonym apparently called uh, called himself J Style. Uh, he started the site when he was in high school. Ran it for 12 years. Um, it grew into a large network of counterculture, um, amateur adult entertainment, and current event sites. Um, so, uh, it, uh, the I have this like little excerpt from the Montreal mirror. Um, they describe, uh, the website as uh, vast visual libraries of any taboo or depravity that could be digitized. Um, the web's leading repository of crude filth, probably the most reliable source of tastelessness in the history of the internet. That is a, a glowing recommendation from a periodical Wonderful. note. 
It's amazing. Um, so, uh, and then there was, uh, and there was another website that, uh, that I remember also called steak and cheese, steakandcheese.com, which was also just like shock images and whatnot. But, um, going towards the, uh, more of the more notable ones, um, I want to start with one, uh, you might drum up some memories, but, uh, do you remember Tub Girl? Oh, of course. I, as an o, o and a guy, like the, I almost guaranteed that ogreish I would have got from Jim Norton and then Tub Girl, Again, a reference I almost definitely would have first heard sort of the very beginning of the Opie and Anthony run on, like the beginning of satellite radio. When XM first came out, 2002, 2003, Tub Girl was, you know, that was right up there with like Lemon Party as like your, your staples of just sort of like, or, or dick meat spin. Like that, they were pillars of like internet sort of shock humor kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, because this is an educational podcast, um, <laughs> Tub Girl was a Tub Girl was a website. Um, I know it because my friend just made me Google Tub Girl and go to the first link that was there. That's kind of um, like Goatsy. Goat. I got Goatsy oh, the same g- way of just like. Oh, type this in. You'd love it. You'd love to take a look. We're gonna get to Goatsy, bud. Um, but yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Tub Girl was basically a. Um, a website uh, consisting nothing but a, an image of a naked woman lying in a bathtub with her legs placed behind her head while a fountain of orange liquid gushes from her anus and falls back onto her face. <laughs> um, so uh, so that was like the first one that, uh, that I ever saw, really. My friend kind of made me Google it, and uh, it kind of went on from there. Um, That's ne- also probably one of the first scat videos uh, I, of any kind I had ever seen. Like I'd never thought of like that there was people who was just, who were essentially just shitting on themselves or like playing with shit for some kind of like gratification. Well, exactly. Like okay, so that's that, that's the thing. I when I first saw it, I didn't understand what was going on exactly. I thought it was orange juice. Um, and then I remember it looks like orange crush, <laughs> like 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 sort of slightly reduced orange crush that you like boiled off a bit of the. The, just like the water bit, because it was a bit darker and like murkier, like 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 some chef on chopped. Like I reduced the orange crush and made a uh, gas streak. Yeah, or- uh, orange crush uh, au jus. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, but but uh, yeah, so I, like I didn't understand what was going on, and then years later it kind of dawned on me. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, there was also the one you mentioned, uh, Goatsy. Uh, <laughs> Goatsy, uh, for those of you that don't know, because I'll say it a million times, this is an educational podcast. Um, I gotta stop saying that. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, so Goatsy is a, uh, was a website, um, featuring a picture entitled hello.jpg, um, showing a naked man widely stretching his anus with both of his hands. Yeah, and, and as you Wide. Like- yeah, I remember as well uh, uh, as like a another radio thing of like that was also huge on the edge with the Dean Blundell show. So if you're from Toronto, you that was like a big thing that they were referencing as even like regular radio was getting into sort of like this sort of edgy, ultra graphic sort of shock humor and shock like just a- internet shocks anything. But the one of the interesting things of like 
they started like analyzing these things more and more like tub girl and they would like talk about like details in the picture and one of the most interesting ones of like in goatsy was when people started like pointing out the guy has his wedding ring on <laughs> so it's like an adult married man doing that i didn't notice that oh my god that is like it's one of like the best like unknown or sort of like glossed over features of that picture Hold because on. It, it makes you look away so quickly. It's... I'm going to look at it right. Hold on. I'm going to. Oh, oh, God. This is so gross. Yeah, because you look away so quickly. Like, you miss so my, many details. But if you look on, like, his left hand on the wedding ring finger, you can see. Oh, my God. He has a wedding ring on. Because <laughs> you, I, I bet you realize, of like, oh, I, it's probably a straight, like, 45-year-old dad who's doing this? <clears throat> well, I, we're going to get to that because I have, I have, I, I was looking it up. I, I went deep dive and uh, I found some info about it. But uh, just to begin, um, so there were, there were four links on the website. Um, one of them said receiver and that was the main index page. Uh, it had the original image. Um, apparently it came from a set of 40 images called gap.zip which uh, were on the style project, um, showing a man using dildos and butt plugs to stretch his anus. Um, the 40 images included the famous Goatsy image. Um, then there was a photo called, uh, there was a link called Giver. If you clicked on that, it showed a photo edited photograph of a man reclining on a boat with a gargantuan penis reaching up to his chest. Suggesting that the man in the first image is stretching his anus to accommodate the giant <laughs> That's so funny of like these storylines as well. Yeah, there's they lore for everything. Like, oh my god, you, you can't not have lore. No, yeah, how did they get there? Yeah, exactly. Then there was a feedback page containing user emails and uh the Contrib page, which was a collection of homages and parodies of the Goatsy image, which if you look up Goatsy on like Google or something, you're not going to get the original image, but you'll see a bunch of like people baking pies that kind of look like it and just all these. Uh... There's ones where it's like there's famous images of um, it's either the uh, it's either the French Parliament or the British Parliament. And so they're all dressed in basically like 1700s things and they're like pointing <laughs> and yelling at each other, but they're all like sitting inside the Goatsy kind of thing. Like they make it look like the Goatsy is, is like, you know, like the, the House of Lords or something <laughs> like that. Because it's sort of like a dark, like brown room kind of thing. Like it's, a, it's the same like color palette as that. So if you like sort of not focused on it you like add as much to the image as possible like you could get trick people into looking at it for so much longer i thought <laughs> I, I i thought the original was like the worst version of it yeah well it obviously was the worst version of it no one wants the oh god it's so bad i i was convinced it was fake for like the longest time most of this shit when i watch it my brain immediately says fake and then wakes up and is like no 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 this is happening. That's your, like, decency and your sort of, like, childlike brain trying to, like, insulate you and just go, like, things like this could not possibly be real. Don't worry about it. Like, I, it's like, you know, like, some people who see, like, um, a planet Earth thing and they show videos of, like, the massive sharks going fast and everything like that. They go, this has to be CG. This has to be fake. Because it is so scary to think of, like, something like that. I feel the same way with a lot of these images. Like, your brain is just going to tell you, like, 
no, no, no. It's more reasonable that some internet creep sort of like faked the image as opposed to like a non-internet creep did this in real life. Exactly. It's like he took, it's like, he, oh no, that guy's not stretching his anus. That's just a Photoshop of like the opening of a jar of jam. That's just, oh, it's so some, bad. Some lovely smuckers. Yeah, some smuckers. Some gooseberry smuckers. <laughs> Dingleberry smuckers. Um, so, uh, yeah, so January on January 14th, 2004, uh, the domain name of a goatsea.cx was uh, suspended by, uh, by the Christmas Island Internet Administration for acceptable use policy violations, which, uh, I mean, come on. Um, yeah, ex- uh, some fucking tax haven island <laughs> off the coast of some, uh, some tax shore, uh, you know, regular country, and they're like, I would love to actually know more about like Christmas Island uh, Internet Company. So I'm guessing Christmas Island Internet would be like, is that like what the dot .cx would be like? It, I think it's probably where some uh, server company was based out of for some, you know, like tax advantage or some uh, censorship thing. Like they were where a lot of those companies were located was like very strategically to like avoid the prying eyes of uh, law enforcement in the state and sort of like super lax regulations so okay that makes sense and if they were hosting that kind of stuff you know goatsy.cx they <laughs> probably had much worse oh i bet i bet but you got to start somewhere right um in uh, in january 2007 uh the the domain name was actually put up for auction um they Nothing really. Apparently, it was sold uh, on April 30th, um, and uh, according to seobidding.com, the website uh, they announced that the website would be sold for five hundred thousand dollars. Holy shit! That had to be a, during like the domain gold rush when they were like when everybody was just like buying up reg- random domains in like the event of like oh someone down the line some company is going to exist that's going to need this like how the fuck could you pay half a million well, for here's it here's the thing uh, well according to that same website seobidding.com uh the first auction ended with fake bids so the auction was reactivated um uh, this again was won by fake bidders so in July uh the following July um in 2007 uh, they announced that the website will be sold for five hundred thousand. Uh, let me see what we got here. Um, on November twenty fifth, two thousand seven, uh, and continuing as of June twenty ten. So I, I I haven't looked into it now, which I should follow up. Um, apparently, they listed they were acting asking for a fifty thousand two hundred dollar minimum, which is still a lot for a domain name. Yeah, that's more probably. That sounds like maybe someone who owns it is trying to like keep people away from it, kind of thing. But I, I, why would you do that? It's like any business decision. Uh, yeah, that's very interesting because like, who would pay that much for that? And how? How? Who bought it? Who actually handed over a half a million dollars for that? It's- who could get? Who could deal with? Like that has to be some much larger corporation buying like a bunch of uh, them in sort of like a much larger deal, and that's somehow slipping through. Like who intentionally pays for that? So, uh, so right now, actually, right now, I I just went to goatsy.cx uh, on my phone, and it's I'm getting goatsy in the blockchain. Own a piece of blo- goatsy. 6,000 pieces sold. So apparently now it's like some sort of a blockchain thing. And uh, yeah, that's fine. Sounds about right. 
That's okay. Jesus. <laughs> one internet craze is now a part of, you know, some newer internet craze. Yeah, like really. That's wow. So uh yeah, so um I mean, I found something. So for a little while apparently though, the website was reactivated. Um and then they were like showing a parody of the original Goat C with robotic hands stretching a metal- metallic circular wall aperture. Um, but I guess nothing came of that, and now it's a blockchain, so, uh, rip Goatsy. Fucking damn. I, I, <laughs> wow. Okay. Another uh, brave soldier swallowed up by the fucking blockchain scammers. <laughs> the blo- yeah, Jesus. Uh, that's gonna have to be, uh, by the way, that's gonna be a future episode where I want, like, I want, like, you and, or, like, Danny or someone to just explain fucking crypto to me, because I... Oh, yeah, oh, it's so fa- fascinating, especially, like, recently of, like, the best thing about it was, like, that talking about how secure it was and that, like, the real value was the blockchain and the scam that's going on with tethers and everything. Like, six to nine months from now, like, that will be another, like, 60 minutes worthy, like, let's go into this bi- house, billions of dollars were stolen uh, through like the so like reputed as impervious as an impervious ledger, you cannot scam or defraud this thing. <laughs> and lo and behold, it looks like it might be an- just another one of the biggest scams ever. So <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I would love to do that. And Danny is a great guy. Who, uh, he knows a bunch of people who are like still pushing blockchain from uh, his buddies on the Todd Shapiro show and shit like that. So. Hey man, yeah, hey man, fascinated. Hey man, you, want, you got this stuff, man. I got Ethereum. You want some Ethereum? It's good, man. It's, it's good shit. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so uh, in 2012, um, just to, just to finish up on uh, Goatsy, um, uh, in 2012, uh, an article was actually posted on Gawker. Rip, uh, rest in peace, brother. Um, it was called uh, "Finding Goatsy." Um, apparently, the man's name was Kirk Johnson. Which fucking uh, that's that's a little yeah it's it's a little on the mark yeah the, the man's name was Stan Everyman and it's like uh, okay 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 Gawker I think uh, it it serves both like everyone's purpose of like maybe the real guy could disappear kind of thing and get away with it like get the uh, you know the heat is off of him and onto Kirk Johnson and Kirk Johnson. Because if I had heard that at, like, 16, I would have gone, exactly, some regular fucking guy well, that's, was doing this. That, well, that's what makes me believe it, right? It's like, yeah, especially now that I've seen that wedding ring, like, Kirk Johnson. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kirk Johnson, father of three in, like, the Midwest. Like, he lives in, like, fucking Skokie, Illinois, and, like, takes his kids to soccer practice. And, like, his wife is, like, some, like, frumpy, like, ex-milk kind of thing. <laughs> And meanwhile, he takes pictures of his fucking gaping asshole. I just... <laughs> Holy shit. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry. I was gonna, I was, um, so, yeah, so like, it, exactly. He's just like some Midwest guy who just likes putting large things in his asshole. Um, he likes butt play. <laughs> he, he, he's a Joe American who likes a little bit of butt play. What man? What a, what a, what like average American Joe doesn't? Yeah, what red blooded American doesn't? Red blooded. Oh yeah. Speaking of blood, um, I was trying to find how he died because apparently he passed away. Um, but uh, I all I could find was like on some forum posts. Um, apparently he passed away about five years ago. 
from the post that I found. Um, he was attempting to stick something too large up his ass, and this is oh god, this is this is not this can't be true. Uh, he was attempting to stick something too large up his ass and began to lose a lot of blood. Uh, they got him to the hospital for surgery in time, but it got extremely infected and combined with a lot of uh, loss of blood during the surgery, it caused him to die in his uh, his sleep, surrounded by loved ones. That's not so unreasonable because there was recently, I was somewhere in California, I think maybe San Diego, there was that news reporter guy who just died. Uh, he died of like asphyxiation and they found him with like five grams of methamphetamine up his butt. He was in a gimp suit, like d- being suspended from like his sex dungeon. No. And they, they say like he and his boyfriend were doing like some extreme like sex combat type stuff and they accidentally killed him and then he just left him there. They're, no, dude, that and was he straight was like, up Pulp Fiction role play. Exactly. That was authentic. Authentic pop fiction role play. Yeah, the guy, the boyfriend was being Z, <laughs> and, and but like literally, like was in one of those like uh, PVC suits, suffocating with like five grams of amphetamines up his ass, which is a ton. That is a lot of meth to a, put up your ass. A gram would be enough to like keep a giant person awake for days. So, Here's like, the thing. Here's the thing. That all sounds like it took a lot of time. Like a lot of a lot of planning, careful planning. Well, he was like they they made a big deal of it because he was like very well off. Like he was making like a half a million a year. Like he would like the one of like he was like maybe San Diego, like the news guy, the top news guy. So naturally, you get bored. Yes, and so but he had like a lot of sort of excess income to invest in his sort of extracurriculars. So he had like. massive like full-on like porn set dungeon had like you know like pulleys and levers and fulcrums and you're shit. supposed to work your way up to that man you're supposed to like you're supposed to start off with like a little bit of coke like 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 if you're gonna go on a downward spiral you go on a downward spiral you don't just fucking like head go first. right over the edge yeah jesus like like enjoy the slide enjoy the ride at least you know well, yeah, I mean, he was in his 40s, so I, I think there is a certainly potential that this guy was, like, over the course of, like, 30 years. Like, it was apparently, like, married to a woman and had children, so it was, like, l- a long time of, like, living this sort of uh, secret life. And I think that's why a lot of, like, that kind of people die doing that stuff as well as when it's, like, their secret life. Like, their wife or their husband is not there to, like save them it's some stranger who's just like i don't want to get fucking blamed for this got a famous news reporter is now dead hanging from his own ceiling covered in my dna i just love how this guy was basically just like you know i'm tired uh i'm tired of the minutia of my life i wake up every day i say goodbye to the wife and kids wife won't touch me anymore i go to work i i, I talk about tragedy all day and then i come home to a wife that yeah, like I said, she won't touch me. I... Meth and gimp suits. Meth up my ass and gimp suits. That is the only, only option. That's how you relax after a hard day's work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it just does not seem very calming. Some people, some people like to have a toke. Some people like meth up their ass and gimp suits. You know, who am I to yuck someone's yums? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that.
That's not what we stand for here on the podcast. Uh, God. Um, so yeah, uh, like you said, there was a lemon. There was lemonparty.org, which was disgusting. You'd go to that website, and it's just a bunch three old men doing it. Yeah, three like octogenarians having group sex. They're probably dead. Oh, of course. There was something where they named them and everything like that at some point. Like, they they gave them, like, cartoon-type names. Of oh, like- okay, because I couldn't find it. I was trying to look up who these guys were. I could not find a damn thing. I think for a while they cr- called them, like, Huey, Dewey, and Louie after, like, the Donald Duck's uh, nephews. Snap, Crackle, and Pops. Yeah, exactly. There was a bunch of different, like, cartoon-type uh, names. Oh, my God. Uh, and then there was also Meat Spin, which uh, I guess the best way to describe it is it's a uh, a loop of a uh, transsexual person being penetrated and uh, the, the, the wiener's doing a circle and uh, the dead or alive hit, you spin me round, plays uh, as, as a small ticker counts the fucking revolutions. Oh, no. Well, that was Patrick. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> Don't do it. pull up the uh, uh, the music. I can't use the. Yeah, you're not gonna go. <laughs> but I thought one of like the best sort of like homage uh, to that was in uh, Bruno. They had his like similar kind of. I remember uh, that. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, so this song would play. Uh, Specifically the chorus, you spin me right around. Hold on. There we go. So just that on loop. It was just a wiener spinning. And I, and I have to say again, like everything we talk about on the show, it is it exists or it existed, but there are traces of it on the internet. You can you can look all this gross stuff up. I mean, if you want. I did it for research. I'm a very damaged man because of it. That was not that was not fun research to do. But you're doing a service. This podcast will now stand as a testament to the record of these uh, these horrifying things. Exactly. And now people know about it. People know. Um, they don't have to do the research themselves. You I'm spared them. them that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we're going to move on now to uh, probably the most famous... Uh, shock site ever. Um, I'm going to play the theme song from it. It's called Lover's Theme by Hervey Roy. So just give it a listen and see if it triggers anything, listener. Two Girls, One Cup. January 5th. 2007. Originally called Hungry Bitches, it was a trailer uh, of two chicks eating one's poop from a cup and puking it everywhere. So, uh, all right, you can cut, you can cut the music, Patrick. Um, so, what? Some of the best reaction videos. Oh here. yeah. So yeah. So I mean, we'll start with that. So this video is disgusting but i think it, it it was it was bizarrely mainstream um of all of the ones we've mentioned this was by a huge margin the most famous and well known exactly like th- adult 
non like boomers were aware of it. Maybe even not have seen it, but certainly like understood the references. Like the references to that went mainstream. Like that was on like SNL, The Simpsons. That one went disturbingly, disturbingly into like regular people's lives. Were made aware of that. Well, well, well. That's what I found so fascinating with it is uh, that's kind of why I saved it for last too because. Uh, uh, Goatsy and Tub Girl and Meat Spin and Lemon Party, those ones were kind of, you kind of had to really go searching for those. You, or, or you, you had to know a creep. Yeah. You had to be like a fan of another creep. Exactly. Like, I, 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 to me, just like that's a re- who sticks out for me is like my sort of like my sh- Sherpa into the beginning of this kind of stuff was Jim Norton of like Ogreish, Tub Girl. The re- uh, like one of the funniest things ever you could look up of just like the what the humor that the two girls one cup produced so much more than the other ones as well like fun the funny shit that grew off of that just like look up like Patrice O'Neill reaction to it Louis C.K.'s reaction to the two girls one well, cup that's exactly it, well, that's he it. fucking destroys a radio studio just starts breaking shit throws people stuff and then just like puts his hands on his waist like very much like a dad and just sort of like slowly walks away like he's so just upset by it like Nothing was better than that. Like, there was not nearly the same kind of reaction to the uh, goats here, Tub Girl or Lemon Party. Well, that's what's really funny about it is is it's just it was a video of two girls spitting shit into each other's mouths. It was scat and porn at its purest. It was scat porn, and people were watching it. Everyone was watching it, and people were posting their reactions. And that's why I think that piano music is so is so uh, authentic and iconic. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> I think that's why this music is so iconic is because whether you actually saw the real video or not, you watched a reaction video and this music was playing. I was just going to say that because there is like very distinct images in my mind of like grandmothers going like, oh, job, what's she doing? What's she? Oh, no, you're sick. Why do you watch this? And you... You can't see the video. All you hear, though, is this music, and you know exactly what she's looking at. She doesn't say anything. Like, she says, what are they doing? Oh, no. But you know exactly, exactly, like, what she is seeing. Look what you're doing. You're killing your grandmother. You're killing her. (laughs) Oh, fuck. So, yeah. So, I mean, it was bizarrely mainstream uh, considering the content um, but I, I I looked it up I did a, I did some um, I did some research on it and uh, so there were a couple things uh, one big thing about it uh, I guess because it became so mainstream and people were talking about it uh, was the is it fake or uh, is it fake or is it real conversation uh, namely the poop. People thought the poop was fake. Uh, some of the, here's some, here's a list of some of the things people thought the poop was: refried beans, ice cream, which the chocolate ice cream thing is like the thing that first came up if, in my uh, like circle. That was the first thing people were gonna be like, no, sh- they gave the one girl an enema with chocolate ice cream. And that's why it goes from, like, one consistency to, like, almost liquid as they're, like, throwing it back up at each other. 
and so it's like, well, that explains everything because no one would be the like. First of all, that's like people unfamiliar with just Brazilian pornography, period. Because that was like quite like blasé for them. They were like, oh, that. Well, that's a funny thing. So okay, so the director, um, his name was Marco Fiorito. He was born in Brazil. Uh, and he was a uh, director and distributor of uh, of fetish fetish pornography. Um, he actually tried to argue in court uh, that uh, the shit was ice cream. Um, he was actually taken to court for obscenity uh, charges. Um, the people still think it's real shit. <laughs> uh, but I, I here's the thing. So whether the poop is real or not, doesn't it, matter. To it's me. still coming out of a butt. And being thrown up, and it's still nauseating to watch. Absolutely, I do. I don't think it affects it one way or the other. And I think like that guy has plenty of reasons to tell the truth and admit that it wasn't real. But he also has plenty of reasons to lie to make sure no one knows it was real. Like he was facing criminal charges. So I think like, but that's I think a, the beauty of so much like internet stuff is like they're it's like kind of just done. And permanently, like, no real answers. Like, you don't get to ever know the real truth. You get a bunch of, like, good, sort of believable versions of it, all of which, like, contradict each other, but they're all, like, equally viable. Well, that's why this is, like, like well, that's why I'm going to, I'm probably going to call this episode, like, a brief scattered history of internet shock sites. This is long-winded, but... It's pretty accurate. Um, but yeah, so so he uh, the director, he calls him he refers to himself as a compulsive fetishist. Uh, he began directing fetish films with his wife, good lady, uh, solid lady. Uh, eventually moving on to, and I can't I can't pronounce this. Coprophagia? Copro Yeah, coprophagia. Coprophagia, which is poo porn. Woo! Yeah, exactly. That that's like even more specific than scat. It's like for scatological people who are like, I only want the the you know excess of, or you know like the uh, on me versus in me. Yeah, exactly. Like I only like one brand of human fluids. I only want it coming out of one orifice. <laughs> I don't want any of this throw up and piss muddying up my shit pool. <laughs> yeah, so, you know what. There's too much vomit in this shit porn. I can't. It's not not for me. He was a purist. Yeah. <laughs> he was a connoisseur. Exactly. No tacos. No tacos before filming. No tacos before filming. Um, no no barf. And uh, what what else? What else would be a, what else would be a good rule? Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank. I think I think no tacos and no barf is good enough. Um, so yeah, so he he had his company. Uh, the reason so in the beginning of the video it actually says like MFX, like one one something like there's a code. Uh, that is actually because it was produced by his uh, company MFX Video. Uh, he uh, constantly received obscenity charges uh, while in the U.S. And uh, I have a quote from Marco. Uh, this is what he argued in court. He said. Uh, I would have stopped because the money is not the main reason that I make these films. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he did it for the art. Like you said, he's a purist. He did it for the chart. Um, I have already, he said, he added, uh, I have already made fetish movies 
with scat feces using chocolate instead of feces. Many actors make scat films, but they don't agree to eat feces. So, uh, yeah, so he's, I guess he's trying to say that most poop porn is fake. I think he's, uh, he's a whistleblower. He's breaking kayfabe on, on the scat world. <laughs> All the yeah. scat performers want to kick the shit out of him when he comes through their town. <laughs> yeah, they, they, no, they want to, they I was going to say shit the kick out of him. But I was, that's a terrible, oh, God, it's a dad joke. Uh, something to do with shit, definitely. They're gonna, they're gonna do something with shit, for sure. Um, but uh, so so that was really popular and uh, made all those reactions and everything. Um, but uh, it also developed uh, a whole bunch of copycat sites. Oh God, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna three girls, five finger paints, or was one of them. <laughs> we're gonna. Oh man. So uh, I have a list of a whole bunch. And uh, I just forgive me uh, for anyone listening. I do have a bit of a cold. I think I got. I think I contracted something from watching all this fucking awful shit that I'm about to. So I, I watched every single one of these so that I would be able to type up a good description of it so that you wouldn't have to look it up, Patrick. <laughs> so I don't want you. To, I don't want to get you in trouble. Uh, so we're gonna start. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna name each one. Fuck. <laughs> Give me a second. I'm going to name each one, and uh, you tell me what you think the video is. So uh, we're going to start with two girls, one finger. Uh, was this one where the girls were basically just, like, sticking their fingers down each other's throats and sort of, like, the back-and-forth vomiting uh, one? Or was this the one where they were, like, sticking their fingers up their dirty asses and then, like... Uh, Putting the fingers in each other's mouths. No, so uh, so you got it right the first time. Uh, it's about five seconds of two Japanese girls kissing each other, followed oh, by right. followed by an immediate jump cut to one girl vomiting into another one's mouth. They then play with the vomit with their bare hands, ending in one shitting directly in the other's mouth. <laughs> I don't remember the. I don't remember the cherry on the cake. Oh, that one. that one was a hard. Oh God, these were all hard watches. But it, it, funny enough, okay, so here's one thing that was really funny. Uh, when I was looking up all these shock sites, tons of poop, tons of vomit, tons it's, of pee. It's a mainstay. No cum. Yeah, that's like, that's, oh, that belongs on real porn sites. This is for fucking crazy, creepy fetishists. What do I look like, a vanilla Mormon Westboro Baptist virgin? Cum? No. We ain't at church, Sonny. This ain't no place for cum. <laughs> So, yeah, so you got that one right. Next one is Eight Girls No Cup. I must have missed that one because I don't remember them any of them being that many because I thought, like, five was, like, the basically the biggest number they got up to. I don't remember that one. I could guess, though, because it's Eight Girls No Cup. It's basically two girls, one cup without the cup. So the girl, there's just extra girls being used as the cup. So uh, it's a misdirect. There's a cup. Uh, oh, great. They caught me. <laughs> the video starts with eight girls at a party. Um, one girl pees into a wine glass, and another girl drinks the pee out of the wine glass. Uh, the video then continues with all eight of the girls puking and defecating into each other's mouths, uh, and it ends with uh, seven of the girls all just collectively vomiting on one of them. Well, that, that'd be a good, like, for the anchorman meme. That escalated quickly. Yeah, man. One well, glass of pee turns into, like, a fountain of shit and throw up. I think the entire internet can be described as that escalated quickly. I remember, okay, I remember 
my first ever experience with the internet, I, I played tic-tac-toe on Netscape. And my uncle was like, guess what? You just play tic-tac-toe with someone across the world. And it blew my fucking mind. And now I'm talking about shit videos that people emailed to each other at work. Uh, yeah, as a goof. As a goof. It was a goof. It was a goof. Go to HR, Chuck. Uh, it, it, you really upset Susie. It was a goof. It was a goof. Scatological uh, porn qualifies as a, a hostile work environment. <laughs> In Susie's defense. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's fair. I'll, I'll give her that. Um, so here, oh, here's the one you were bringing up. Uh, four girls finger paint. It's yeah. Four. four girls finger paint. Four girls finger paint. Uh, okay. Do you and remember I that one? No, I don't really. Because the, the name on that one, I remember sticking out more than the actual video. Oh, Hatcher. Okay. This one is my favorite. Oh, man. This one. This one was like. This one was like a Shyamalan movie. There were twists. There were turns. There were, I just, I, okay. So it, it starts off with just, there's four girls naked in a room. They're palling around. Um, one then spreads her butt. And another one tries to poop into her butt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it doesn't work. No, unfortunately, it, unfortunately not. Unfortunately, it does it, it fails, um, and then uh, another girl just, I guess, uh, decides like, "Oh no, we made a mess." It starts to it just starts to eat the poop. Um, they then use the poop to paint each other, as uh, you know, as artists do, and then sticking to the formula, one of them vomits all over the girl whose butthole was pooped into. So that's for a girl's finger paint. It seems like they all kind of end the same. Yeah, they all they they're all basically doing like the same uh you know, there is no like other way to like crescendo up to something else. Exactly. They all have to just like build to some girl getting getting like, you know, some combination of fluids puked back onto her. I think the hardest thing for me when I'm watching this stuff is besides actually watching this stuff is the fact that it's like I I understand that these all all these videos they like they made their rounds on shock sites, um, but these are all clips from actual videos that people enjoy. Like yeah, yeah, there was a market for all of these videos in like actual porn circles. Exactly, like, there was always someone who was going to buy the full like hundred and sixty six minute video that these like whatever these clips came from. So. Oh god, yeah, dude, all of these were like one to two minutes. I can't imagine like a fucking like oh god, like an hour of it. No. Yeah, like ninety minutes of scat scenes. I don't think I can do that. I don't think I can do that. Um, okay. They would have to be the best-looking girls in the world. I would watch it if it was, like, watch these five, like, mainstream celebrities, like Halle Berry and Scarlett Johansson. I'm like, holy shit, I have to see this. But otherwise, like, there is, there's, so, there's no appeal to that. So, uh, so okay, so it's like... No I refuse, appeal besides shock. I refuse to watch poop porn unless Halle Berry is starring in it. I, I want at least a billion dollars of box office history being brought to the table. Like you need major stars. I heard she's uh, I heard she's a freak. 
So, oh uh, yeah, actually, for, uh, if you look into like her and uh, her ex-husband, who's like yeah, Eric f- something, right? Yeah, yeah, they're both nuts. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah, uh, we're gonna we're it, this one kind of changes things up a bit. I, this one was the hardest one to watch for me. I think I I couldn't I couldn't get through this one. It, do you remember one guy one jar? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's another uh, like staple of just like the most difficult things to watch. Are you gonna explain that, or would you? Oh, like me I'm. Ta- to- I mean, I mean, if you if you wanna if uh, if you wanna explain it, I've got a description here. But uh, I mean. So one of the worst ideas any human being it's has ever so had. It's so bad. Yeah, it's horrifying. Just because it's also like, I don't know, maybe this is my mind, but it's like, this is, regardless of having seen it, I think anyone can imagine this. There's so much blood, Patrick. Yeah. There's so much blood. I have. I know I haven't described it yet, but the, oh, God. So This I mean, is one I, I couldn't probably watch in full to begin with and at now like i would avoid like the plague yeah like, i just could not imagine it i i started watching it and was instantly reminded and turned it off i could not do this one yeah I, you have like sympathy pains as well as like instantly feeling sick to your stomach so uh yeah so for those of you that don't know uh, it was produced by a middle-aged ass-stretching fetishist on uh, on his home video camera. And the video depicts a guy. Uh, he's inserting a jar into his anus. Uh, and about halfway into the video, the jar breaks. About oh, halfway oh. into the guy, yeah. the jar breaks. <sighs> and then, like, the rest of the video is just this, oh, this fucking dude, this poor guy. No, no, no. He chose to do this. He- some this poor stupid bastard. Poor, yeah, poor stupid bastard who should have used something a lot more solid. Yeah, first of all, like n- nothing glass unless it's solid because they make glass sex toys, but they're all like dense pieces of glass that so they're not gonna break into shards. They're gonna break into first of all, still fucking painful, but giant like chunks. What he has is like blades of glass that like instantly would just perforate through his guts so so like the second half of the video is basically this guy just like picking glass out of his butt and it's the oh god that's probably the worst one yeah that's like the 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 gauntlet you know the the internet gauntlet where you watch like progressively more like violent and disgusting uh videos and like it basically like ends with like a baby getting run over by a train it's like people breaking their limbs like all the worst things that video in and of itself is the gauntlet of like how progressively more like just just heinous and unwatchable it gets well exactly and the funny thing is is i feel like anyone listening to this some of some of the people listening to this are going to go and actually look this shit up which don't. is yeah, don't don't do it. Uh, Not that one at least. I'm here. Yeah, don't do it. I'm I'm here to just tell you what it is, so you don't have to look at it. Also, I distinguish between like ones that are like. Not sexy, but, like, dirty girls doing dirty shit as opposed to a guy, like, being, like, physically, like, harmed is so much worse. Of, like, these girls, like, doing gross shit to each other is, like, it's gross. Well, exactly. But what happened to him is, like, is is truly horrible. Exactly. You watch two girls want a cup, you're like, that is absolutely repulsive, but... 
that's too, someone's thing. So it's too right. voluntary, two individuals voluntarily doing something that doesn't like it's not inherently harmful. I don't think this guy. Yeah, I don't think this guy volunteered for that jar to break. No, sir. No, but it certainly is inherently harmful what he's doing. Like I think if that had pu- if he had pulled it off, his ass would not have been in good shape. Have you seen one guy one screwdriver? Oh uh, no, but I can imagine it. He's probably got something on the end of a screwdriver that he puts in his ass and that it just perforates his butthole. No. He doesn't put anything on the this screwdriver. This one is horrible. So it's it starts off with a guy, he's naked, and he's uh, there's some long kind of stick-like object that's coming out of his, uh, his urethra, right? And you're like, what is it? What oh, is it? no! So he starts to pull on it, and he had the handle, the handle end of the screwdriver inside. Wow! <laughs> and he pulls it out, and there was so much blood, and... I only watched it till the end because it took me that full minute to process what the fuck was going on in my head. Yeah, that that's uh, I, like as bad as like blood and it was like more. Uh, excuse me, like shit and vomit and piss and everything like that. It's like it's very disgusting. But I find like it's certainly like as a fluid more disgusting than blood. But the videos with blood are all the worst videos. Well, because well, because there's the thing is like you know at least with the poo poo pee pee ones that like people are coming out unscathed, right? Like they're coming out of it. They take a shower. They go on with their fucking day. This no one's these the guys, wiser. Yeah, these guys need to be fucking. They need hospital. Yeah, they need ambulances, and then they need to be fucking institutionalized, like committed. Yeah, yeah, that's deranged. Uh, this is the kind of stuff I hope JJ never gets up to. As like a friend of mine who is just a fucking de- absolute deviant. You know what though? What I heard, I heard he's a bit of like a germaphobe. So I don't think he would ever. Well, not so much a germaphobe as as like what is it when you uh, uh, imagine you have every disease or like um, he constantly is imagining like matchstick men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. He's not necessarily a germaphobe. Like, his fucking shoes are a direct contradiction to that. He, he, they're like I listen to Buckonomics. I listen. I love it. Um, uh, so, uh, there's one. Okay, so this there's this one. Um, no one's ever actually seen the video for this one, so it is presumed to be a hoax. But uh, it's called Three Orangutans, One Blender. And it's the reaction videos are people watching something, and this is the audio that plays. So it's like dark, dark music, and there's orangutans. They're screeching, right? And then give it a minute, wait for it, wait for it. I think that's, wait. It comes up in a sec. Yeah, you can skip ahead a little. There we go. And there's the blender. So people, <laughs> people, uh, yeah, so this one is, I think, fake. Um, it's just literally this audio, people faking reactions that they're wa- like they're watching this horrible video of orangutans playing with a blender, which, God, that would be something you'd find on LiveLeak. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like, um, 
it's that kind of thing where you let your imagination do all of the work for you. So of like being more fucked up and into like internet creepy kind of stuff, you imagine way worse than like some random person of just like, oh, I hope those orangutans don't hurt their fingers with that. Whereas like you're imagining like, oh my god, are they putting a fucking baby orangutan into it or like, you exactly like. Your mind wanders so much further having, like, seen other internet video, like, freak show kind of stuff. Yeah, but I think, I do think that one is 100% a hoax. Oh, I agree. Uh, I well, if it's, you don't see anything, actually, to it. I haven't been like, able to find an actual video. Yeah, so, so there's nothing there. Like, yeah. you can't even say it's real what. You know what is real? Cake farts. Yes. That's a good one. Uh, it's also known as One Girl, One Cake. That one's just a girl pressing her bare ass into a cake and farting in it. Which, uh, if only she was hotter and in better shape, I say. I, that's almost like jerkable. I don't know. I think that would make the cake too spicy. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, I don't like my cake spicy. I like a. I like a sweet cake. Um. There. Uh, you, okay. Here. I got one for you. Eel soup. No, but I have seen some pretty horrifying Japanese videos with eels. It is Japanese. You got that right. Um. Uh, Basically, eels are uh, inserted into a woman's anus uh, via plastic funnel. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, it's like 30 small ones. And uh, she then farts them into the face of another girl, uh, and they just hit her in the face while she giggles. There's like nothing. That's all, all, most of the Japanese ones. It's, it, it's, it's, oh my God. Um, okay, you have to know this one. Uh Shoutouts to my buddy. Uh, he's a big, big fuckonomics fan. Uh, Alex, Alex uh, Byron. He uh, he brought up Pain Olympics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's rough. That was one of the very earliest ones of like the guy chopping his own dick off. Uh, I believe there was a guy either shooting himself with a real gun through the hand or shot himself with like a nail gun. So through the hand. So I only know. I only know the one that's the genital mutilation one. Yeah. That's I, the big one. Yeah. Well, that's like when people refer to the Pain Olympics, that's usually the one they're talking about. There was a bunch of like other ones that were like, I think because like, does it, doesn't it come from something of like guys challenging each other back and forth? Yeah. So I was doing, I was doing some, uh, I was doing some research about it and uh, it's, it's, uh, the video was called the BME Pain Olympics, so Body Modification, I guess, Expo or something, yeah. Pain Olympics. Uh, I was trying to find some stuff about it, and what I could find was that uh, the first Pain Olympics were inspired by games such as the 2001 July Barbecue in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, wow. So in Toronto, a bunch of, like I guess, thrill-seekers came together and did like a comp competition of like who can drink the most hot sauce who can put like needles through them like just all these like crazy freak show you know jim rose i was gonna say jim rose circus type fucking yeah, bullshit. Man, I, I hate I, that shit by oh, the way god it just it doesn't because it, it, it's like it's one it's not a talent the only talent is like the being able to like pierce people's skin and never hit arteries and not have people die. Like that's a pretty fucking minor talent as well. So it's just like someone being hung from hooks and like having like parts of their skin flayed and everything like that. Like there's, it's just fucking nothing to it. Exactly. It's uh, like, uh, uh, I just, uh, 
why why would you do this irreparable damage to your body? Why would you like I, I well I haven't even described Pain Olympics yet. Basically, what Pain Olympics is is there's two entries: entry one and entry two. Entry one has his uh, penis tied at the base. Entry two has his balls tied at the base. Uh, and then it just cuts back and forth as uh, entry one removes his penis with a kitchen knife, and entry two removes his balls with a hatchet, a small hatchet. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm just wondering, it's like, you know, it's one thing to suspend yourself from hooks. There's, what is there, scarring? There's people... Well, they flay pieces of skin so you could see, like, and then they lift it up so you could, like, see in between, like, someone's flesh and the skin on their back. That's a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, if you look up, like, the, like, modern Jim Rose stuff and some of the stuff that they do in, like, Eastern Europe... Is basically where they fucking run wild with it, because I believe actually it's like some kind of, again, like in air quotes, some kind of traditional fucking thing. Yeah. Um, the the stuff that they do is like the people that accidentally die regularly, and they're like, it's so much more like they like a lot of just like opening up of like body cavity parts and then like cl- sewing them all up together, like. The, no one is, like, well from this. Like, the people who get this done are, like, not healthy or in good shape afterwards. And the people doing it are, like, disgraced uh, doctors or, like, phony sham doctors who, like, don't have any right to practice. Well, there's a couple, like, uh, a couple examples of that kind of shit that, like, really freaked me out. There's that There's that one guy who looks like a lizard. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That but, lizard man. Yeah, there's um a woman, too, who has done, like, either cat shit or cot-type stuff to it. But yeah, the guy, the guy who is like Maureen Ponderosa. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Have you seen? I just saw. Speaking of internet stuff recently, she does that show on the CBC called Moms. There's apparently like crazy fucking nudity and fucking in it. Oh, I no, I haven't fucking seen it. If you look up like whatever her name is, GIF from Moms. There, she has like full nudity what, sex scenes. Wait, but what what network is that? CBC. Show? CBC. And it's on Netflix. And apparently, I, not apparently, I know beyond any reasonable doubt, this one season that is yet to come on Netflix is where that nudity thing you comes. Know, up. I would I would have looked it up. Immediately. I think. Man, see, this is this is this is what Corner Gas was missing, man. Fucking. Yeah. Corner Gas should have had like just. Some Brent butt. Whatever butt. that ruby chick name is. Yeah. The dark haired main girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I, she's cute. I that hate was a, corner gas. I fucking. I, uh, there aren't a lot of. There were. What are those? Like the three big ones. There's like Little Mosque on the Prairie. There was Corner Gas. There was Red Green Show. I just. It, it wasn't for me. I, I, uh, I could never connect with that kind of humor. And Canadian sea type stuff grosses me out. I guess. Letterkenny, I think. Letterkenny does a, a decent job of it. I, I, I'm already like so jay. I don't like any comedy shows at this point, but the only Canadian sort of show that I've ever enjoyed was Trailer Park Boys. And oh, that's God. because there was not that much like explicit. Canadianness to yeah, it. Yeah, fair was, enough. It was more just like you will identify this being like white trash, uh, drunks, like from anywhere in the world would identify. Yeah, exactly. That. Well, I mean, it is popular in a lot of like all over, right? In the U.S., like as well, and also in parts of England and Ireland and shit like that. Like any English speaking place, like especially now that it's on Netflix, like way more popular. Did you try watching the animated one? Uh, no, I added it to my list and then fucking never got around Apparently to it. Apparently it is technically the, 
the next season because yeah. I remember they turned animated at the end of the most recent season. But uh, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that show's done. I uh, I like well, those guys. Yeah, they can only be, and they can only be good for so long. I mean, shows gotta end. I'm There's waiting sh- for South Park to be fucking unwatchable. Like at this point, like I, I still enjoy it, but I can't tell if I enjoy it because it's good or because I'm like. Uh, uh, you know, emo- have emotional attachment to the show kind of thing. But that's think, about all I watch for comedy. I think South Park, though, like, it is fair. I think even the bad episodes are still funny enough to to get you through. Absolutely. So, and then the good episodes are, like, I, I like the, in my opinion, the three best episodes of Game of Thrones ever are South Park episodes. Yeah, fair like, enough. The, that show... South Park did a much better job of like those three tits and dragons thing making fun of PlayStation and Xbox. Like that was so fucking good. I uh I my favorite my favorite South Park actually I I a lot of people my favorite 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 fucking episode I think out of everything is the one with uh oh shit where Mr. Garrison's penis is on the mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it runs away. Eka penis. Oh, Eka penis. Yes. Oh, that was fucking my favorite one. Just when the penis is serenading the moonlight. Yeah. Holy shit. Like that Five Goes West reference. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, that was a throwback. So, yeah. To me, it's uh, it's still the funniest show. I watched like Always Sunny for a while. I, there's hardly anything I watch comedy wise now. Like I watch stand up specials. I watch Jesselnick's thing. But even yeah. that, it's like. Just didn't get much out of it. I uh, I, I I checked out that I've been checking out that show. Uh, was it you gotta leave or something? I think you should leave that Tim Robinson sketch show. Yeah, yeah. That one's actually pretty solid. It's got a lot of like serious Mister Show kind of vibes to it. It's very weird. It's uh, but exactly. I think I would more likely to try that because of fucking how weird and different it looks, as opposed to like actually. Going in hoping like ah, I could settle in and have a new comedy kind of yeah. thing. Like I, I want to check it out, but I don't have much hope. A lot of Netflix, uh, a lot of Netflix originals are kind of shit oh, to yeah. be honest. But I mean, a broken clock is is right twice a day. Absolutely, right? so. I think they buy good stuff from like studios that are already done. But the things that they make themselves, it looks like there's like a layer of milk on the lens. Like they all kind of look a little cheap and fuzzy. Even that fucking huge budget triple uh, frontier thing, like, they just, it does not look like it was even shot by Michael Bay, who's like pretty much a fucking it's, hack. So you're, it's, you're basically saying is like, no matter how high their budget, uh, a Netflix high budget film still, it looks like just a high budget television film. It, Absolutely. It doesn't feel like Hollywood. It looks like from 10 years ago. Yeah, uh, unless it's an actual Hollywood film that they it, bought the right distribution rights to. Those ones I think they've had the best luck with like um, Annihilation. That so that's excellent. That's technically that a Netflix movie but it's not. It wasn't made at a Netflix studio. It was made by someone else's studio. They didn't sell it to someone who was going to p- distribute it in theaters. That was they Alex Garland, to- right? Yeah. A oh, fucking brilliant dude. That's, I love that. Oh, I get but they have a bunch of things like that, but I would say most of the shit that's like started at Netflix, produced at Netflix, and then premiering on Netflix, that stuff looks markably worse than like what HBO or Showtime or AMC puts out. So yeah, definitely. I yeah, but I do think lately for me, television's been a little better than movies. Although- oh yeah, for sure. I got. I, I don't like people who say that it's not really the golden age of TV. I think it's sort of just coming to an end. But like when there was. Uh, Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, 
Game of Thrones and True Detective all on in like the same year, that first season of True Detective, like that to me is like as good as television has ever been and better than like movies had been in 20 years. Since like the early 90s was like the last time I like liked most movies. Exactly. Oh, fair enough. That's I think maybe that's why you liked uh, Good Time so much because it felt like a movie from the early 90s, like some salt and sea shit. Absolutely, yeah. That's another great movie. I love that fucking movie. So good. Um, okay, well, I've, going back to going back to, I got one more on this list, and then we'll wrap things up because that was fucking that was awesome. Um, Church of Fudge. No, refresh my memory. A nun eating poop out of a priest's butt. Okay, yeah, I do remember that. I'd never heard the that name for it though. Yeah, Church of Fudge or One Priest One Nun. Yeah, uh, that's what I've heard of. Yeah, yet. I remember it, it. It circulated in my high school uh, as Church of Fudge, and uh, people uh, basically, we, someone in my school got in trouble because they put it on the projector in the library, and uh, and then capped the projector and turned off the monitor. So and then uh, and then someone like told the librarian that the, the projector wasn't working properly and he removed the cap and uh yeah for all the world to see yeah i think it was church no i was it church it was either church of fudge that they put on there or it was a picture of a guy's dick caught in a mouse trap on rotten.com it was one of those two things it was a long time ago but i remember that happening that was fucked up um so yeah, so we're gonna all right. So we're gonna finish things up. I want to end every episode with something I call the clip of the week. Uh, it is a somewhat related, sometimes not related, but just some sort of legendary internet quote or clip. Uh, so just to to give a setup for this one, um, you uh, if 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 uh, if you've ever watched a porno, uh, there is a man named Rocco Sifredi. Uh, he is a bastard of a man, and he's, oh, God. There's a documentary on him. My wife told me it's really good, actually. It's phenomenal. Well, it starts with, like, images of just, like, wet, soapy water dripping off his dick. So it starts <laughs> off, like, really funny and bizarre, <laughs> just, like, shoving so it in your face. And then it gets into him, and of like, he has a very bizarre relationship with his cousin, at some point in it, he talks about, like, after my mom died, I was so upset that he basically, like, molests one of her, like, 70-year-old, like, friends who had come to her funeral. Jeez, okay, I, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, I you have watch to this watch this documentary. Holy shit. And then one of the most, like, bizarre, unknown, weird things that happened on Netflix was his Porno Academy show. He had his own thing of, like, um like, junior porn star training kind of thing. It was on Netflix Jesus. for 10 days. Yeah, I bet. Until what? Like, until how many people fucking complained about it? Jesus. I, I guess, I don't know. I was literally, this was when I was on vacation in Australia, and I watched, yeah. like, the first two episodes. I thought, oh, this is pretty fucking great. It's pretty much porn on Netflix. Jesus. Like, you see pussy, vagina, penetration. On like Netflix. The, like, absolutely. Man, it was, okay, Netflix, okay, for those, like, uh, Netflix... The, Lars von Trier's *Nymphomaniac* film was like heavily edited on Netflix. Like Netflix does not do that. So, oh damn. yeah, that's a great one as well. That's like a, a perfect example of like had the real version been on, it was like there's literally a 
because of the way they shot it, there's porn stars doing the body double scenes of actual yeah. penetration scenes. It's, like there's, uh, it, there is porn. In that it. movie was fucking boring though. I couldn't. I fell really? asleep. I fell asleep. I can't do. I saw. I saw the house that Jack built. Yeah. Like oh my god! Like. I love that. I liked the first two parts, and then it became a Lars von Trier film. Like, he's talking about fucking, he's like, got some monologue about genius, and it's showing clips of fucking Lars von Trier movies. Oh, Jesus. But uh, I digress. Um, th- that actually makes sense. Now that you told me all that stuff about Rocco, that makes this clip make a lot more sense. So in this clip, uh, um, he just finished uh, doing butt stuff, and uh, he's trying to, to get the girl to uh, give him a blowjob. But she, uh, it, it was, I mean, it was just in her butt. So uh, please enjoy Rocco Sifredi trying to, uh, trying to convince her that uh, it's only smells. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, try, try. Test the raspberry. Oh. Come on, oh, test no. it. Please. Oh, no. It's, Please. It's not. What? It's only smells. It's okay. It's okay. No. Come on. No, it's only smells. It's nothing. Only the smell. Yeah. Mm. I love this. Mm. Come on, come on. Oh, no, Soak it. Soak it, no. please. Please. Can we, can we please. Make me nasty. Sorry. Make me nasty. I love nasty. Come on. Oh, I'm nasty. Make me nasty. Come on, do it. You're crazy. Do it. Yeah, nasty. I love. Come on, I love this. But not, no. There is nothing. It's only the smell. You have to tell me, does he pull it off? Um, no, she, uh, she does not. She does not. I, I, I think the clip actually cuts off before you actually realize it. But I mean, he's famous for not taking no for an answer. It's only smells. It's only smell. It's, it's only, it's only smells. It's only smells. Only a fucking a giant dick Italian oh, can pull that off. Oh, I, uh, I know, right? Could even think that's possible to be pulled off. <laughs> oh fuck! So uh, that was uh, that was our show. I mean, I think that was a good start. I mean, we had a couple, ro- I had a couple rocky moments, but fucking next week we are going to have a guest, and it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to drink water. And uh, fuck I could have been a better host because we do have bottles of water that I could have got, <laughs> got you. But at the same t- time, I didn't want to like run out of the room in the middle of this. Like, I didn't know if you were going to be able to talk for long enough so I could like run down to the kitchen and get water and shit. And fucking oh, clean dude, up. it's okay. It's all good. The next one will be more polished. But it's I, all good. I, this was like ASMR, man. Someone, someone, somewhere will get off to this. So it's, it's. I'm happy because that remain that that stays in our theme. Of, of this episode uh, tune in next week I'm not sure what I'm gonna talk about uh, but it will be something fucking weird and thanks for joining us in the internet wasteland guys